Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast for a very sincere minisode. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the earnest and sincere topics of the day. Josh, it is so adorable that we keep saying it's a mini-sode and it is maybe five minutes shorter yeah, than our other episodes. Ten minutes shorter, something like that. And it and just comes from our own laziness. Yeah, it's just something in our heads being like, this is easier and it's in no way easier. Yeah, okay. Well, then why don't we say this? Uh, welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere mm-hmm. podcast for a special now that we're in quarantine episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. And this episode will be as long as we have. Paula, what is our topic this week? Blue. Everything blue. The color blue, baby. Well, you just dyed your hair, yes? I did, but I don't know. I dyed it brown. Just kidding. <laughs> you dyed uh, it like a deep blue. I dyed it blue. Yeah, but it's like very temporary, so it'll probably be long gone by the time this episode comes out in days <laughs> from now. Can we talk about the song that swept the nation at some point in the 90s or early 2000s? Blue. <laughs> by Eiffel 65. Eiffel 65. Now, Josh, let's play a little game. Let's call it the Blue Dabby D game. Okay. I thought it was blue daba D. It is blue. Oh yeah, sorry. It is blue daba D. Mm-hmm. Wow. This song was so popular. There are songs, yeah, where this was it was so popular, like I think the year maybe 1995, something like that. The most popular song was The Macarena. Yeah, the 90s were a time of one hit wonders. Oh yeah. I you think know? it's the the decade that has the best one hit wonders. I agree. Okay. So you tell me what you think the song blue. Dabadi is about, and I will confirm or deny, or what do you think is more fun? Do you think I should give you a quiz about it? Or do you, uh, yeah. you want to guess? You, give me a quiz. Give All me right. a quiz. Also, before we jump into this, I do want to note that there was, I've been in a couple very intense arguments where I was like, no, it's just, they're just saying daba dee daba die. And someone else argued with all of their might that they were saying, if I was green, I would die. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I guess I've never paid attention to the song. It feels like one of those songs where like everyone could interpret those nonsense lyrics. It's like um in September by Earth, Wind and Fire in the chorus where it's like, are they saying words or are they just going, oh, Okay, so here's your quiz. The song Blue. Now, now September, but now that song's gonna be stuck in my head for the rest of my day. You're welcome. Thank you. Do you know David and I started dating on the 21st of September because of that song? Because of that song? Mm hmm. You wouldn't accept a, uh, you wouldn't accept his hand in a date until it was the 21st of September. That's correct. Okay. So the lyrics, the song's lyrics in blue, Dabba Dee, tell a story about a man who A, is a little Smurf boy, 
B lives in a blue world where he is blue inside and outside, <laughs> or C lives in a blue house with his blue friends. It's B. He's blue inside and outside. Yes, right? that's correct. That's correct. Which can we talk about this for a minute? Yes. How do they know that he's blue inside? Josh, I don't have time for your existential questions. This well, I guess my show. no, but 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 Paula, they have to have they dissected cut him, him. They cut a limb. <laughs> they cut a. They cut one of the useless fingers. They found out. Okay, question number two: What kind of car does the lead character in Blue Dabadee drive? Okay, mm-hmm. is it a blue Toyota? A blue Corvette or a blue Vespa? I think it's a Corvette. It is a Corvette. You're, you is, you low-key know all the lyrics to blue. Well, this is one of these things where, like, if you asked me to recite the lyrics to this song, I would not be able to say them. But I would – but I'm shocked at how much just – in my bones feels right when you're saying certain word combinations because it's just so ingrained in there from listening to it on the school bus. All right. Well, this last one's going to kind of throw you for a loop. Okay. Which one of these is correct? I'm blue. Da ba dee da ba da da ba dee ba da ba. I'm blue, da ba dee, da ba da, da dee dee, da ba da. <laughs> or I'm blue, da ba dee, da ba da, da ba dee, da da do. Uh, can I get that one more time? Which one? <laughs> All of them. No. <laughs> I think it's B again. No, loser. It's A. <laughs> Wait, what is the correct syllables? Da ba dee da ba da da ba dee da ba da da ba dee da ba da da ba dee da ba da. That wasn't the right like phrasing. Sure. I always thought it was die. Like I'm blue. Da ba dee da ba die. Da ba dee da ba die. Nope. Well, you know what? You can go eat a rock. Yeah. Do you know what that song makes me think of? There was a commercial that would play on like Comedy Central late at night. Um, and it was to buy ringback tones on your cell phone. Like you would call in and you would get ringback tones, which uh were the songs that when people called you, and then that was always the that was always the sample. Yeah, yeah, that like Instead of just it ringing, you would hear a song. Yeah, I, so you were calling me. You would hear, I'm blue, da ba dee da ba da. Um, I completely forgot about the concept of ringback tones. Yeah. And some people have not. Some people still have those. Yeah, I was going to say, my first landlord here in Chicago had, uh, like, the Vivaldi Four Seasons like the classic movies, like which is a like real landlord energy, real landlord energy. Yes, uh, Josh. Right, right now, what would you pick? This is a great question. Um, Thank I have you. been 
really bopping to Dua Lipa's new album, which is bangers all the way down. But I also don't think I'm cool enough to uh, unironically have my ring back tome be Dua Lipa. I'll tell you what. The entirety of Dua Lipa could walk into my apartment right now screaming, where Dua Lipa? And I would go, I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. Beautiful name for a baby, but I could not tell you. <laughs> what if it was just like a, like a Sousa march? <gasps> Dua Lipa's <laughs> one person. Yeah, Dua Lipa's one person. Wow. Yeah, Dua Lipa's a lady. I thought it was a whole little group. Okay. Uh, so you would pick a, a Sousa March? I don't think I would actually choose that. That's a big Josh energy. Like every time I called you and it was like, da, 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 da. <laughs> it just feels, that feels maybe too patriotic <laughs> in a way that I'm like not about it's right the, now. It's the, it's Sousa, but they're playing Oh Canada. It's still patriotic, just a different country. <laughs> One of the good ones though. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. What would yours be? Ooh, um, I think I'd want it to be a song that would be stuck in people's head for the rest of the day. Like, I want it to be a real earworm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Uh, like September he, by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, do you remember? And maybe he still does it. But there was that song DJ Earworm used to put out the United States of Pop at the end yes, of every and, year. Yes, and do a medley of all of the pop songs. Yeah, all the uh, our, pre- our president, DJ Earworm. DJ Earworm. Maybe I would pick that. <laughs> Donald J. Earworm. <laughs> I would pick the United States of Pop, like, 2011. Sure, yeah. A fire year. Fire. I really thought you were going to say the Seinfeld theme for yours. Oh. Just like a bow, 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 bow. I would love that. I I should have. I should have. But I really want. I really want it to be so annoying that people are like, I will do anything to not call her. Paula, I wanted to give you just a sample of some of the songs that were sampled in DJ Earworm's United States of Pop 2011. Yes. There's 25 songs. These are in alphabetical order by artist. It's going to be a long segment. (laughs) Adele's Rolling in the Deep. Ooh. (laughs) Adele's Someone Like You. Okay, nice. Um, uh, skip around a little bit. Bruno Mars's The Lazy Song. Oh, we are so lucky to have Bruno Mars as a society. We, we really are. CeeLo Green's, uh, and this is for the kids at home, Forget You. Yes, uh, don't stop listening to our podcast, children. <laughs> children uh, love fucking podcasts. <laughs> um, and then... I think maybe the most important songs of the decade of the last decade, um, LMFAO's party rock anthem and sexy. And I know it were both part of DJ earworms, 2011 United States of pop, man, LMFAO had a year. They re- one year, one <laughs> a singular year. year. You know, they're an uncle and nephew. Yeah, I do. It's the, it's the weirdest duo that you can think of. There's it's no the weirdest. It's like every other relation, literally every other relation that they could be is less weird. Siblings, less weird. Parent and child, less weird. Grandparent and child, less weird. Married, polygamous, third cousins. Yeah, Yeah. it's all it's it's something about the fact that they're like only slightly blood related. (laughs) 
It's weird. <laughs> um, I'd like to put something just out there on the airwaves, and I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Okay. The dog, Blue, from Blue's Clues. <laughs> Great impression. Thank you. Uh, is I a serial it. killer. Oh. Okay, go on. So, every episode of Blue's Clues follows a formula in which she has gotten into some kind of hijinks. Okay. Right? And then makes Joe or Steve or whatever the new guy's name is mm-hmm. through a series of complicated clues find her calling card, a blue paw print, to unlock the mystery. Now, theoretically, we're thinking about this as, like, the person in the chair, the human, owns Blue. Like, is the owner and feeds and everything like that. What if Blue has kidnapped these people and is playing a sadistic, psychopathic Mm. game where they must... Answer her riddles or else she'll take another finger or something and that's like that. Why, that's why occasionally they have to swap out the owner. Yeah, right. Exactly. Something because it couldn't happened. solve it. Something bad happened. <laughs> Don't go downstairs, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Joe, you said we were going to go into the picture today. <laughs> why you, that's what's actually happening. Because we was like... Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> She's just I, gaslighting him. I watched <laughs> Rosemary's Baby last night. I'm very into this idea. Josh is all riled up. <laughs> I'm all riled up about a movie that came out in 1968. Now, I did not watch a lot of Blue's Clues. Sure. Uh, I did. I'm 100 years old. Sure. You're either <laughs> I 12 look or 100. <laughs> yes, I'm no in between. Nowhere in between. But so weren't some of the objects alive? So yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. a salt and pepper shaker that were alive. Yes, that then had a baby, which was paprika, you, which makes no you sense. You have gone off on this <laughs> so many times. <laughs> there's like also like side like side table, and there's a lamp that's got its own song, things like that. Certainly, Blue has murdered some of those before, just by or, the nature of being a puppy. Oh yeah, for sure. At a minimum, has. Chewed on them, peed on them, scratched them up. (laughs) (laughs) We know who runs that house. It's that dog. It's that damn dog. And I also think Blue is maybe not, maybe Blue's Clues is not teaching children good information about pet care. Because sure. it's like it's like if you have a murderous dog who makes you solve mysteries, you can pass it off onto some or some other. Striped shirt wearing man. <laughs> no, you get a pet. It's your pet. That's what you raise. Right. Exactly. Unless it ends you. So I have something bad to tell you. All right. And I don't know the polite way to say it. Okay. So just say it. Why are all of Blue's owners so hot? <laughs> Joe is, I'm sorry, but Joe is hot. This is Joe new, the second one? Joe's the second one. This new one, Joshua De La Cruz is gorgeous. 
What about the OG Steve? Steve has a nice personality. No, you know what? <laughs> Steve, I wouldn't kick Steve out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> so apparently the reason that, the actual reason that Steve stepped down and Joe took over is because Steve was balding and he didn't want to bald on national TV. Really? He didn't want to go <laughs> through the the like the whole to-do of the situation. That sucks because I'm looking at Steve's picture right now and he's hot as a bald man. <laughs> he like looks way better bald than he looked with hair. With like the mop cut on top of it? Yes. Wow. So where is where is Blue getting these lookers? <laughs> I don't know. Well, people are attracted to crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that must be it. <laughs> so we all know Picasso. Famous painter. Yes. Didn't know what people looked like. He had famously a blue period. Mm-hmm. Right where he, I, I guess I'm no little to nothing about this, but I think he went through a period where he like actually just painted with the color blue a lot. Maybe he was depressed too. And he was blue and down in the dumps. I don't know. I'm not an art historian. What I'd like to ask what? you, Paula. Then what is this podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> what what I'd am like I to ask- doing for 54 episodes? <laughs> well, you've told me that you hate art. And hate museums. No, I love art. (laughs) I don't like art museums. Sure. So, Paula, what color period are you in right now? Ooh. I would say my purple period. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Explain. Well, that's the first color I saw looking around my room. Sure. Sure. I don't really know. What do you think you're in? Do you have a strong feeling about that? You know, I I think that I am maybe in like, I would say I'm in an orange period. Oh, see, orange right was now. the first color I thought of. Mm, yeah. Mm. And I don't know that I can back that up necessarily, but I think where it comes from is that like, I don't tend to wear a lot of orange. Right. Mm-hmm. I like maybe own one orange piece of clothing, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I can't embrace something that's maybe outside the box. You know what I mean? Good for you. Like, this is a time of change. It's a time. It's a weird time that we're in right now. Maybe orange is what I'm in. It's like, it's warm. It's, uh, it's vibrant. I'm, I'm living life to the fullest as much as I can within my one bedroom apartment. Josh, yours is so smart. Yours is so eloquent. Yours is like, orange is the color of humanity. And it's just like the time I'm in. And and humans breathe. And that's the way life goes. And then I just looked around the room and I was like, well, that blanket is purple. So for me, I guess I would say purple. Like, you Kaiser so I think I might be dumb. <laughs> no, you're just, you, you're using everything at your disposal. Mm. And using all your senses. Yeah. But let's let's dig into it. Let's use our useless uh liberal arts degrees to figure out why you're in your purple period. Hey, hey Josh, a degree in American studies with an emphasis on the role of masculinity in romantic comedies is extremely useful to my career. 
Wait, I knew the American studies part. I didn't know the focus on masculinity oh, in rom-coms. That's what I did my my thesis documentary on, yes. Ooh, what movies? Um, a bunch. So purple, purple is blue and red together. Mm-hmm. Is there anything there? <laughs> Your hair is blue now. Yeah, so you're, maybe that's why. Maybe I'm in my blue period. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we figured it out. You're, you're figured just it like out. just like Picasso. Well, what do we think the colors are? <laughs> <laughs> just in general. <laughs> Let's just list colors. What's the John? color spectrums. What colors, Paula? No, like like okay. What if you're light in your- do? What light do? How eyes see with light in. Are you done? Yes. So, like, what do you think your green period is? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, I think I a would green say pe- a bad one to get every month. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's going to be a better joke than that, and I. Did you know I once did a Ouija board with some strangers at an art museum and talked to Picasso? Is this why you don't like art museums? No, it was one of the cool art museums. Sure. But you so know you, what is very strange? This actually and I talked to Picasso? It. No. So we were at this art museum uh doing this like Halloween event and they had a Ouija board set up and they were like, ooh, talk to artists, whatever. And then me and these two hipsters and David were, this was forever ago, probably like six years ago. And we were all goofing around and then it started to move, I swear to God. And we were all freaking out. And there is no way those two hipsters were moving it. There was no way, like they were freaking out. And you know what? It would have been right before this when um, Obama got reelected. So this okay. would have been this would have been Halloween 2012. And um, we were like, everybody's very worried about the election. Right. And we were like, who's going to win? And it said Joe Biden. And we were like, oh, ha ha. But Josh, he's running for president now. <laughs> I like to think that Pablo Picasso gives a shit about American politics in the 21st I ask, century. I didn't ask the question. They did. Of all the things you could ask Picasso, you're like, who's going to win the election? That's like asking you know me, also- like, how do you build a fighter jet? Now, I need to tell you, so we were, everybody was drinking. Everybody was drinking at the art museum. And we were doing this. Oh, that's why it was a cool art museum. That's why it was a cool art museum. And I remember we were all kind of like, wrap it up with the Ouija board. And it would not wrap up. It was just going, going. So we were really yanking for some questions at the end. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Plus, maybe he wants to be asked about stuff that isn't like art, you know? Like, he's like, I'm over it. Oh, sorry. Who died and made you ghost police? <laughs> All right. Hold on. We need to take a quick detour. Who do you think is the captain of the ghost police? <laughs> All dead people are allowed to be part of the ghost police. Ooh. There's a there's a ghost murder. 
that's an unsolved crime. And you have a you have to make a pair, an odd couple pair of ghost police detectives who so you work together. A, yeah, you need like one kind of goofball and one kind of serious one, right? Yeah, and what I will say is one of them is Pablo Picasso. <laughs> so I think Pablo might be. Do you think he's our serious one or do you think he's our goofball? I think he's more of like a lethal weapon kind of like off the wall, like crazy cop, like sane yeah. cop, crazy cop. Yeah. So we need a sane cop. Yeah. We need a sane cop. What if it's like Eleanor Roosevelt and <gasps> Pablo Picasso? I would watch, I would watch a movie about Eleanor Roosevelt and Pablo Picasso ghost cops. <laughs> For the rest of my life. I would start it as soon as it was done. I would take the DVD out. I would put it back in. And we would start again at the beginning. <laughs> Pablo. That's my Eleanor impression. Yeah, it's spot on. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's funny because they made like a stupid show. That wasn't there a show about like set in the Victorian period where they were like, what if like these two fictional, it was like, it, it's not Dr. Sherlock something, Holmes. Sherlock, it's Sherlock Holmes and someone else are like a team. <laughs> oh God. What is it? It's, it's not something in moral. It was on like CBS. Sherlock Holmes and Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> it's like, Ooh. it's like, it's like on USA and it's, Roosevelt and, it's and Picasso. Not funny. It's like it's like funny at times, but it's not like it's not funny the way you think it's gonna be. It's no, no, no. It's like their dynamic. All. Their dynamic is kind of funny, but like they're solving real crimes. It's a but real procedural. Also, put down that paintbrush and get to work. Paul, you have a knit to pick with. I have a knit to pick. Yeah, with blueberries. I do have a knit to pick with blueberries. <laughs> Terrible name for a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ex explain. It's like they got so creative with almost every kind of fruit. They got kind of fun, kind of creative, right? Mm-hmm. So why did blueberries get away with being such a crappy name? Oh, banana. How fun. Mango. Delightful. Coconut. Oh, fun to say. Apple. Blueberry. I'm screaming. I'm screaming right now. Also, listeners at home, you can't see that Paula has taken the mic off of the mic stand and is doing this like this is her type five. Like this is the centerpiece of her type five. <laughs> Y'all ever sit, sit around and think about blueberries? Who in here is dating? <laughs> <laughs> so, but here's the thing. Orange isn't that bad. Because Damn it, I didn't even think about orange or blueberry or blackberries. Okay. Well then why are some fruits named after color? But lemons aren't called yellow. Oranges are called orange, but lemons aren't yellow. Also, why aren't oranges called orange berries or orange fruit? It's just orange. I'm having a meltdown. You, you got to think that like there were like three people naming things 
like there were three people in charge of naming fruit, right? And two of them did their homework. And the <laughs> third one was really hungover. And they were like, uh, I feel like this is just, this one has to be Anis. You know what I mean? Or like this one has to be like pear. Feels really fruit. good. Yeah, passion fruit. <laughs> Someone else is like, oh no, this one looks weird. It's ugly fruit. <laughs> ugly fruit, orange, blackberry, blackberry, blueberry. blueberry, red boy. You can't call that red boy, Dave. <laughs> Big red. <laughs> that what a strange thing. Juicy cheek one. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this: If you could rename fruits to be really literal, what would you name some other fruits? All right, you got to give me a fruit and I'll give you the literal name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strawberries. Red cone. <laughs> okay. Uh, Red ne- seedy cone. Red seedy uh, cone. Okay. Nectarine. Orange point two. <laughs> Peach. Uh, juice ball. <laughs> I was going to say fuzzy orange point two. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you some. Okay, please. Grapes. Little poppers. <laughs> Um, okay, blueberries. <sighs> the devil's snot. Apple. See, I've gone the other way. Yeah, where I'm like making them. Literal. We're supposed to be going literal. Okay, blue, I don't know. Blueberries. Also, purple, as okay, it, purple berries. They're purple berries. They're not blue. They're purple. Also, as it turns out, I don't know enough fruit. Like, I'm sitting here being like, <laughs> blue berry, blueberries. I think that's going to do it for I us. Think that's going to do it for us. Thank you for tuning in for another week. We really, really, really appreciate it. It's time for our signature weekly segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. Okay, the first one we have is from a friend of the pod, Deanna Ortiz. Host Hi, Deanna. Of- Hi, Deanna. Host of the amazing... Uh, podcast crushes check it out hot or just tall and Deanna submitted this one my Imachwa I passed a mom and kid on my walk said hi to them both and the little boy said do you know what today is earth day and I said wow what a great day to walk and appreciate the earth and he said yeah there's no ants out <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. There's no ants out. Good. Good. Where do ants go in the winter? Florida. Huh. They're like snowbirds. Mm, They all march down carrying their luggage on their back. One by one. Hurrah. Hurrah. (laughs) The ants go marching one by one to Florida for the winter. (laughs) They can't do the Chicago winters anymore. It's too cold. They tried to stay a couple years ago and then it was that whole Siberia thing. So they're going back down to Florida. Florida. <laughs> where their grandparents live. To play some tennis. They'll stay at the nursing home with grandma. She doesn't know that they're there, so don't rat them out to grandma. <laughs> the nursing home, it has a pool, and if you're nice, you play bingo. <laughs> And they'll all go play some shuffleboard because they're strong and ants can carry more than their body weight. <laughs> we have another Imatua from another listener. Oh, hell yeah. 
This one comes from Steph S. Thank you, Steph. Hi, Steph. Steph says, I teach one-on-one English classes online, and I have a student in India whose family likes to listen in on her classes. So at the beginning of every class, she excitedly points the camera around the room to show me who is there, and I wave hello, and then again at the end of the class so that the whole family can say goodbye. Oh my god, my heart. One day, we were finishing the class, and she says, Oh wait, my mother-in-law wants to say goodbye. So she turns the camera, and we wave, and I say, Goodbye, mother-in-law, and we all laugh. At the beginning of the next class, she tells me that the mother-in-law decided that if I'm going to call her mother-in-law, then she's going to call me daughter. So now every class when my student turns the camera, I get a cheery, hi, daughter, bye, daughter. So precious. (gasps) That is so cute that I'm literally tearing up right now. (laughs) I can confirm Paula is crying. That's so sweet. If you want to send in your earnest moments of the week, Imatwas, you can do so by... uh, following us on any of the social media platforms and messaging us or emailing us. You can follow us at being earnest pod on social media, or you can email us at the account being earnest pod at gmail.com. You'll find us where there's a will. There's a way. And if you have been listening, maybe even for the past year and you haven't written us a review, look, it's uh, we've been really nice about it up to this point i think we've been very lenient we've let you we've tried to be good parents up to this point but um look folks sometimes you gotta you gotta give a little bit back if you're enjoying this content do it for your podcast parents you gotta write us a review on apple Podcasts. it really it will make us just it'll just make us so happy so if you have we'll a moment, we'll be so proud of you. We'll be so proud and we'll uh we'll shower you in compliments. Yes. And Josh will give you a thousand dollars. Look at this point, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to thank, as always, Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at, at rbcruiser and Dylan Dutch for our wonderful theme song. He is on Twitter at, at Dylan Dutch, D-O-E-T-C-H. And until next week, we'll find out the thrilling conclusion of who murdered the ghost on a thrilling new episode of Roosevelt and Picasso. Oh, boy. I lost the voice. (laughs) See you next week. Bye, everyone. (laughs) 